Welcome to the Stop Money Anxiety Now live podcast, show number two. And today's show is called Becoming a Prosperous Stay-at-Home Mommy. Okay, welcome back to another live broadcast of the Stop Money Anxiety Now podcast. I'm your host, Wei Hong from the Six Figure Academy. And I'm Jessica, also from the Six Figure Academy. And she's my co-host, representing the millennial crowd, because I am not a millennial. And today's really cool because, um, you know, it's only episode number two, and we already have a special edition today because our guest is about to leave the country to go to Israel and we wanted to squeeze her in and at least have her here live. I mean, we could have done this virtually, but there's nothing better than having a live energetic being here to talk about today's topic. Now, for those of you who don't know, this is the podcast where we give you the real world tips, strategies, and interviews with some amazing entrepreneurs on how to eliminate the destructive money habits and anxiety in your life so that you can create a prosperous and abundant lifestyle in either both your business, free of financial stress or worry. I just said in either your business or nothing else, or your life. Okay, we're doing it straight from the office in our office studio, desktop studio here at the Six Figure Academy. And so let's go again. How are you doing, Jessica? I mean, it's been a week, <clears throat> even though I see you all the time. But it's been a week since you've been on the I show. Day, no, I don't know how you stand it either. So, but uh, <laughs> I mean, we've had a pretty active week. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, it feels like it's been more than a week with all the things that have been coming together. Seriously, yesterday I think I went through a year's worth of just work and just kind of putting things together. Mm, that's it, just one year? Yeah, just one year. <laughs> yeah, because... I felt like it was three. Three? Oh, well, you got me beat. Are we trying to one-up each other now? <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, my day was like five years long. But, <clears throat> but last week, it was kind of cool. We had our team meeting, mm-hmm. and we always set goals. We, we kind of calibrate on the goals from last month, mm-hmm. and then we set, and we set the goals at the end of the meeting for, mm-hmm. uh, for this month. And one of our goals that, I, that we had set for you, <coughs> being our events and programs coordinator, mm-hmm. um, aside from being a lovely co-host for the show. The of all trades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, and we said, you know, we need to get, let me just, let's just add another speaking engagement, because <coughs> we, you know, that's a lot of what I do. Mm-hmm. And we said, okay, cool, we set the intention. And mind you, this has happened before, right? Mm-hmm. So what happened the next day, we ended up reaching out to a friend of mine who, was, um, who actually is, and hopefully I can get her on the show too, mm-hmm. um, Allison, who is the founder of the uh, West Coast Speakers yeah. Coalition. Yeah. We reached out to just say hi and introduce her to you because, you know, what you do. Contact, yeah. in contact. And, you know, serendipitously, I like that word, mm-hmm. she, uh, she basically said, uh, what did she say to you? She said that their original scheduled uh, keynote speaker had suddenly um, had to kind of give up his spot due to some personal uh, happenings. And they happened to be looking for a new keynote speaker, and, I, and we were the first person who she had in mind, and then we happened to call, and they have that call, and 
she also drew the stars. Yep. So basically, when the universe puts things together in such beautiful synchronicity, yep. it did behoove us to say yes. And yeah. Well, I mean, the same thing <coughs> happened with our event in April. Mm-hmm. We had applied for, you know, this, um, this weekend-long um, event, and unfortunately, you know, the first time we said, uh, you know, uh, we would like the application, but we can't um, accept you right now. And then, you know, Way had asked, you know, like, That's hey, me, by the way. <laughs> you, you had asked, um, like, let's reach out. Let's see, you know, what they're looking for, like, what, you know, the differences are. And uh, the reply back that we got was that they um, said, you know, with the, the timing and the um, the fact that we had reached out, they offered mm-hmm. us a waitlist spot. And then a few days later, they happened to cancel, and they offered us a spot. So, yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's yeah, so uh, you know, it's one of those things that is kind of a new experience for you since you're, you're probably one of the newest members on our team. Mm-hmm. And seeing this happen, we're you know, starting to realize that it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of has a lot to do with people say the harder you work or the more lucky you are, the luckier you are, right? People say hear that all the time. But mm-hmm. really it's about having that awareness, being willing to pay attention to say, hey, you're doing your thing, you're following up, doing all the right things, how to become luckier is you simply pay attention to the opportunities that show up mm-hmm. and just be willing to say yes, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, the last you know few weeks have been just like that. So for those of you who are interested to come and see, uh, see us, over at these events and see me speak. It's, um, I think the one that's coming up at the end of the month is called Icon Summit. Yes. You go to iconsummit.com. Yep. And then the one in Santa Barbara that's coming up in April is mm-hmm. called the Lucidity Festival, right? Yeah, Lucidity. So I get to be all with you The whole range. Yeah. It's going to be business one month. <laughs> business <laughs> one month. <laughs> business hippie, right? It's going to be out. But you know what? It goes hand in hand. Prosperity, yeah. lifestyle, money. If you don't engage all levels, then it's just not, you know, it's really kind of difficult. And, you know, which kind of leads us to our guest today. Um, now, before, um, oh, okay. So before we uh, get started, I want to remind everybody that our, um, let's see, I'm going to adjust this real quick because we just got some feedback from Emily saying there's lots of weird feedback. You both sound like robots. Mm. Do we? Ooh. Okay, so uh, just to let you guys know, we're doing this on the Spreaker.com, that's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com platform. So if you, it's actually live, so if you download the app or you go to Spreaker.com, search for Stop Money Anxiety Now, or you can go to our website and get the link there at the sixfigureacademy.com forward slash radio. You can actually interact with us and our guest, which I'm about to introduce right now. I'm so excited because she's going to be talking about some really cool things. And she's here from Israel, so she's not local. So this is going to be really fun. And that's why we just you know, shifted our timing a little bit. We're normally at noon, but today we're doing at 10 p.m. at Pacific Standard. So, you know, our guest can make her flight. So let me give you guys a little bit of, um, uh, so, yeah, so Emily said there's lots of weird feedback. And we both sound like robots. So I maybe maybe if I turn down the game a little bit, maybe that'll help. Maybe that. How about that? Okay. So go ahead and you know <clears throat> ask a question. Punch it in the chat, like Emily just said, giving us feedback, which is great because we're giving her feedback to sound like robots. That was totally our intention. Um, <laughs> so you know, Sarah Nokin. Okay, is our guest today, and I'm really excited because I've known her, actually, we're going on year three now, I think, and before she actually became an integral part of our team here at the Six Figure Academy, uh, we were we connected because I found her on the internet. I was actually looking for somebody to help 
us and help us with our systems, help us with our organization. What she does is what, what they call an OBN, okay? And then, uh, first time I mentioned that, someone's like, OBGYN, and why do you need that? It's like, no, OBM. It's like an online business manager to help manage your online business. You know, for us, as most of us entrepreneurs, we're not experts. And even though I have a separate company that does digital marketing online work, I still don't want to be the one managing all that. And that's why we brought Sarah in. You know, I actually looked around and, and saw a variety of different other online business managers, including Sarah's mentor, Tina Forsyth, you know, great woman. But when I, when I look for people, I read their bio. I look at their background. I can see where they're coming from. And I really kind of pay attention to what value drives them. And that's why I'm really excited about bringing her energy and bringing her perspective because she is a stay-at-home stay mommy that is absolutely thriving. Um, just from me having met her before we actually brought her into the fold, I mean, she, you know, uh, became more expensive than the first time I connected with her, which is great because that means she is prospering, she is thriving, and she basically kind of has a deeper mission that I want to let her share about. And... So she's, she positioned herself as the entrepreneur's OBM, okay, online business manager, and she's going to talk to us about how she became a prosperous stay-at-home mommy, telling about her journey around the world, even though she's not at home now, but she really is a stay-at-home mommy. She's just happens to be here right now, so she's going home today. But anyway, introducing Sarah Nokid, not naked. Sarah uh, Nokin, welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to be here. We're excited to have you here. We almost thought you didn't make it today. You were driving here. I think last time you, you took Uber to get here, and the Uber guy got lost or something. The Uber guy took about an hour to get here. <laughs> From the airport. And just yeah. for just for a point of reference, for those of you who don't know, my office is actually only a half an hour, so he doubled the time. I think he just loved talking to me. Oh, yeah, we were could. having a really in-depth conversation. You know that has actually happened. I've, I've literally been in an Uber where I got in a conversation with a guy about his business. Why am I not surprised? And then, <laughs> next thing you know, I'm watching him deliberately taking different turns away from what I saw on his phone. Well, it was, fi- it was five turns, literally, for me to get there. Yeah. Five turns, yeah. Well, I mean, it was really, it was really nearby. And when I drove with him, we were, like, on five streets. <laughs> no way we were going <laughs> Right? So, yeah, so we're getting some, uh, some response. Again, yeah, let's see. Plus one on the feedback. Let's see if the feedback on the feedback is still inaudible. It's totally audible, just very grating, very strategy, robotic. Okay, let me see if I can fix this real quick before we can do I want to make sure that people get a really good experience listening to you. I know. Okay, so, uh, yeah, definitely, if you can pay attention to that and uh, see what people. Okay, so hopefully this is better. Uh, let me just have to, you know, like, start swallowing the microphone so it's a little bit more intimate. Okay, so tell, tell us, a, you know, this is, this, is a story, this is a podcast show about your money skills. Mm-hmm. So let, let's talk about your money skills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, um, I'm originally from Canada, although I do live in Israel now. Mm. And um, I've always really had an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I had a landscaping company mm-hmm. with my then-husband, then-boyfriend, now-husband. Oh, he was, he was from he Canada was, too? No, he was from Israel, but it was my 
way of trying to get him to stay in Canada. But we'll have this business together. You're going to love it. You're going to stay here. You're not going to care that it's minus 30 in the winter time. Wait a minute. How did you meet him in, from Canada? Well, you, you were living in Canada. But I was, was living in Canada. He was in Israel, but he was, he was visiting a friend, a mutual oh. friend. And we hit it off. And, you know, one thing led to another. And eventually he, he moved to live with me in Canada. And... Um, about three years later, he, he left. <laughs> he left oh. and he moved to Israel. He just couldn't take the winter. And so for everything was from Israel. Yeah. And then oh, he moved to Canada too. Yeah. And then he moved back. So, you know, and, and moving to Israel, um, you know, I, I had a little bit of Hebrew, but I didn't, I didn't speak the language. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had an MBA and I was like, well, you know, it's time to sort of go into corporate, and I did that, mm-hmm. um, and I was commuting 40 minutes, and I was making not great money because, you know, there wasn't a lot of opportunity for me because I didn't have the language, and I was like, you know what, it's time, I, I knew I wanted to have kids, and I was like, it's time to make a change, mm-hmm. I'm not going to commute the 40 minute drive anymore, mm-hmm. I, I was traveling like crazy to Germany, like I was going you know, once, yeah, I was wow. working with Germans, so I was, I was traveling at least once a month. So oh, I was wow. like, this isn't for me anymore. Um, and then I was, you know, I had kids and things changed, and I realized, all right, I need to create an opportunity for myself. I know I, I grew up with a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. and I, I really wanted that for my kids. Mm-hmm. So that sort of got me thinking, all right, it's time to take my skills, and, you know, my, my entrepreneurial spirit, combine it, uh-huh. and just get going. And that's exactly what I did. I started working as a virtual assistant. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, slowly, slowly, you know, I realized, okay, well, there's a real need. Well, I realized it actually in my own business. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I'm going to be able to really be with my kids and really be the kind of mom that I want to be, mm-hmm. I'm going to need to get the kind of systems in place so that I can have a team of people mm-hmm. to assist me in, you know, scaling my business. Right. And then I realized, wow, I can really offer this as a service. Did you jump from a VA to... Yeah, I was, it was really like a short-lived. Like, I, I'm a second kind of person, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, just, you know, doing fusion thoughts or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I was doing. And quickly, quickly, I was... I was working more in project management and team management with the clients that I was working with, and I was writing their standard operating procedures, and I was helping them automate things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting because, you know, there are a lot of virtual assistants out there, and one of the easiest ways for mommies at home to get into working from home is just to do virtual assistants. You know, I'm a big fan of that. And yet, what you've done is you've transitioned, found a way to transition. What was the turning point, really, where you said, okay, I, this virtual assistant thing is cool, and I, you know, because, you know, it, it might be a big leap for any, any stay-at-home mom or dad, for that matter, to think, I can build a team as well. It's not just about me. If I'm going to scale and make really mm-hmm. prosperous. Know, create a, a substantial income while working at home. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was that part of it? What was in the mind? What was in the, the circumstances that actually helped you with that? Well, my husband mm-hmm. decided to go back to school, oh. and we wanted to build a house. And I was like, well, I either need to um, raise my prices, which I do, and I uh-huh. need to, um, you know, start to 
speak a little bit about here. And I, I realize that this is, I, I'm going to have to support us mm-hmm. by using school and make, make enough money so that, A, so that I really wanted to be able to go to Canada and visit mm-hmm. my family when I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's not, it's not cheap. Like, it's not, you know, you can't really live off of a one-income household. So mm-hmm. that was kind of a turning point for me. I, I was like, I need to really hustle. And also, I, I, I tend to set goals for myself mm-hmm. when I originally set out to do this. And mm-hmm. I, I literally was looking back at my um, business plan not too long ago. <laughs> I'm going to have a team of 30 VAs working under me, and I'm going to have, like, five team leaders. I had all these big, huge goals for myself um, that I didn't meet. Um, and, I, you know, but I, in the end, it sort of evolved on its own, mm-hmm. you know, where I do have, you know, I've got five people on my team. Cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, so it's been really good. And I have a lot of um, solid systems in place mm-hmm. for an online business so that I can, you know, really have the team doing things like when I'm here in California. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've been here for how long now? I've been here for a week. For a week, mm-hmm. and your and your uh, business is coming along. Yeah, everybody's being taken care of. Mm-hmm. Clients are happy. Yeah. I know I am. So <laughs> and I'm one of the clients. Okay. So that's that's pretty amazing. I mean, in essence, you became the breadwinner at at one point mm-hmm. because the support, uh, which is awesome, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> and. Um, because most people who do VAs, it's kind of like a supplemental income. They don't, they're not thinking. Or it's like a big thing. Right. Yeah. So is it a mindset thing, or is it just like a thing, or just tapping into a deeper purpose as to why am I going to do this? Why are we doing this? What was it? It was a survival thing, because oh. I really wanted to be able to have, I wanted my kids to grow up like how I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be able to pay for their university, right. and I want to buy them cars, and I want to, right. you know, I want to be able to go on vacations and visit my family. Yeah. And, you know, that's, so I, I was like, that's it. I'm going to make this happen. Right. Yeah, I guess it was a mindset thing. So is that a survival thing or is that a lifestyle thing, though? Well, it, it was a survival thing because, you know, I wasn't at home. I, was, I wasn't in Canada anymore. I was right. living in a place where, you know, suddenly I was, you know, an immigrant. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I had to kind of create the opportunity. And I think I'm very opportunistic mm-hmm. generally. Mm-hmm. You know, I recognize when, you know, just like... Yeah, what we were talking about. Yeah, just like you guys were talking about, recognizing yeah, yeah. the opportunity, <laughs> you know. And right. I was like, I have this great opportunity. I have... I know that there is a demand for this. And I'm just going to go. I'm just going to take it as far as I can take it. Mm. And I'm still going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, this is just the beginning. No, I've literally seen you grown in the last two, three years since I first met you. And mm-hmm. it's like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's really doing it. Yeah. You know, because when, when we first talked in the, uh, a few years back, it was you or maybe one other person. Yeah. It was like pretty much, I think, just you. Uh, it was just you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It was just you. Yeah. Wow. That's fascinating. And also, I mean, when it's just you, you can't take a holiday. You can't get sick. You can't, you know, everything is on your shoulders. You can't go to training to expand the skills. No, class. yeah. It's, it's yeah. really, it's, and I think that's a big problem with a lot of these women who are virtual assistants, mm-hmm. it's just them. Mm-hmm. And they don't want, they, they look at managing it too much, well, it's going to be too much work, and, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to work so hard, or mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't know if it's going to, if I'm going to be a good manager or whatever, but the reality is, is that, you know, you've got to look at it like a business. It's mm-hmm. not just, you know, a side gig, mm-hmm. and you got to really work it and make sure that you have things in place so that 
if you can get sick or your kids get sick, because you know y'all know that that happens a lot, right? What? No. <laughs> I never got sick in my life as a kid. So, you know, you have to really set a foundation for success. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of the times, I mean, I talk to DAs all the time, who are like, right. oh, I want to see what you do, and how do you do it? And, you know, you, you have to be open to being a leader. Right. You know, you have to have that quality or yeah. own that quality, which I think is really positive. Yeah. I mean, I think leadership can definitely be something that you can learn and develop. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the most amazing leaders I've met in the world are Super introverted. Mm-hmm. I mean, by nature. I mean, you may not realize this, or may not realize it because you know, it's uncomfortable around you guys. But the reality, I'm I'm actually default into this. Mm-hmm. So you know, me having to step out and do these things was not something I was born to do. It was definitely turned out my mom actually said, "You know, take people to the and people have really come to the door." So people say, "I feel so connected with." Sharing two fun things, giving him a shout out right there. So really, because of her, helped help me become who I am today in terms from a communication standpoint and being, you know, the power of speech and communication. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I think, as like you're saying, I mean, as a leader, um, that's how you really kind of bridge that gap, right? Mm-hmm. But the, I think it's more like willingness to step up to become a leader because I'm sure in your path of becoming a leader of your organization, I'm sure you, it wasn't always, always like perfectly smooth. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Right? I make mistakes all the time, but I'm really transparent about them. Yeah. You know, I'll, you know, <laughs> I don't try to. Well, t- tell us about one mistake that in your process of the last few years that you're building your team. What was one big mistake that you were, oh my God, and that you totally learned from and the group and the gemstones you did? Well, actually, the one mistake I sort of felt like I made at the beginning is that I was always a friend to my team mm-hmm. rather than sometimes like the employee or whatever. Because um, everyone on my team, they're employees. They're employees. Right. Okay. Good. So. Um, and I, you know, I spoke to my, I, my husband's also an entrepreneur, so we always sound cool. like ears off of each other. Right. And he, he's, you know, very much, no, you have to be in a different space. And <laughs> very masculine. To, very masculine. And, and I was like, you know what, this, that's just not me. I'm always, even if it's a mistake that I'm making, I can't change who I am. And I think that my team loves me for it, yeah. you know. I'm, I'm there for them. And I'm, 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 I look at it as, as a team, not mm-hmm. that I'm... You know, some right. I'm above them right. because they are. They all bring to the table skills that I don't have. Right. You know, but, you know, Emily is a fabulous writer. Right. You know, Dahlia is really techy. Mm-hmm. Really? like also really techy. You know, cool. like I've got people on the team who can do things that I don't do, and it's a, it's a respect them, right? Yeah. I, mean, I really respect them. Well, I mean, that's how Ford made it. I mean, he surrounded himself with people that were like significantly, significantly smarter than him, mm-hmm. and he just focused on what he was good at, which mm-hmm. is, you know, being a mechanic, being a car guy. Right. Yeah. So whereas I think I, you know, I can I can lead them and stuff like that. I don't I don't really look at it like I, I feel like it may, it may or may not be a mistake, but mm-hmm. you know what can I do? <laughs> Right. I can't change who I am, and I can't make it. Well, it's working. Right, it's working. Yeah, it's totally And there are times when I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe it's kind of crossing boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, when you go out and you're, you know. Making wine. <laughs> having a good old time. <laughs> <laughs> Meeting me Tel Aviv on the beach, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Right. You know, you know, but the fact of thing, though, I think some of the most, the most successful entrepreneurs out there are also the ones who are most authentic, most transparent. And I think a lot of the people, in, especially in the online marketing industry, um, they hit a wall, not because they're not good at what they do, but because 
there needs to be a higher level of transparency, a willingness to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, in uh, Dan Millman's book, uh, The Way of the Warrior, I think one of the things that he well, was quoted there was um, that the something about the strength of a warrior is not it's not from his invulnerability, but embracing absolute vulnerability. Mm-hmm. That we are human, that we are fallible. You know, if you look at some of the businesses that save themselves from doom, is because they decide to step in and step up and say, "Hey, let's be authentic, let's be transparent, let's let the world know." Because mm-hmm. our our customers are human too, That's right. and they they totally appreciate when there's a humanity piece that shows up. So I think what you're doing is a, is a is a natural uh, progression of. And I think humanity is under that. I can't hide that. Right. Yeah, well, there you go. MBA, and yes, you know, I get, I love business, but right. at the end of the day, you know. So if you don't incorporate humanity into your right. business. Then, and so I was like, well, you know what? It is, it is what it is. Right. And I think for a lot of women, they think they need to, to wear the pants and they need to be mm-hmm. something that they're not. And really, being a good manager is about, you know, realizing what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses. And usually it's the same thing, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> and, like work it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then find the people, find the people that 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 share the same values that can like bridge those. Mm-hmm. Right? It's almost like finding a you know a good relationship, you know. So um, apparently it's still the same. So that might not be our equipment. It might actually be the platform. So we apologize to our audience this time. But there, there's going to be a replay, and if I hear the recording, I'll upload it in the description. But not because we are recording it locally as well. So mm-hmm. yes. Um, so, just to, as a reminder for those of you listening, and would love to ask questions because I'm sure there's a lot of questions out there to um, for Sarah about how you know anything about how what her journey was, the business, and everything like that. You can go to speaker.com, download the app. Um, if it's too loud, turn down the volume, I guess, um, and then um, just, just punch in the chat your questions, and we'll make sure that Sarah gets it and can answer. So I know that earlier we were talking about uh, your reason of why you wanted to uh, set up an online business. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, what, what was the reason? Why, why did you want to work on online? Um, you know, I'm just like way to say, I'm also a real introvert, you know, and I do mm-hmm. prefer to be in my pajamas. You wanted to hide. <laughs> I wanted to hide. <laughs> Even coming to California. I mean, you know, I was at the digital marketing conference with Brian Dice this weekend, uh, and it was it wasn't easy for me to. I mean, my husband's like, "Oh, what are you talking about? It's so easy for you," but it's really not. It's really uncomfortable for me. So yeah, people don't realize that, huh? When you're introverted and you you've worked years to be able to step into a space where it's not your typical introverted space, mm-hmm. you know. Um, when people say, like, oh, you're just a natural, you can speak, and you can send my face, and I don't even tell you that I can speak in the room, and you just speak, and I say, oh, but I can do this, and I can do this. Yeah, it's passive, right? Right? 20 years ago, if you told me to do that, they'd be like, no, I would have just like, like this slobby mess of sweat and fear and angst. Who asked you to do So... But yeah, so it was, it was basically to create yeah. uh, like a support yeah, yeah, comfortable for you. Exactly. I wanted to be at home and I wanted the, the biggest thing for me was being able to travel. Mm. I wanted to be able to pick up and leave and it didn't matter where I was. Mm-hmm. You know, just obviously I had a landscaping company, brick and mortar, you know, we would work like dogs all summer long mm-hmm. and then in the winter time we'd like 
go on holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to travel. I wanted to be able to have this you know, mm-hmm. flexible lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't want to commute also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that's what it was for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I actually had a job one time where all day long I was... Uh, really? <laughs> 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 so yeah, no, I uh, I actually um, had a job one time where I was commuting every day. Basically, I was driving to people's home every yeah. day. So my whole day was a big commute. Yeah. yeah. So like, imagine eight hours of the day. So I had to, you know, I was always never a big fan of commuting, so I had to experience it full full blown. Yeah, you got to experience it to know. <laughs> really, you really appreciate. Not having not a commute. Not having to do that. Four yeah. hours, and sometimes five hours out of the eight-hour workday was commuting. Yeah. And I literally spent maybe three or four hours in my favorite. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. You know, it's now. Everything yeah. is on, you know? Everything can be online. Yeah. You know, it's a world economy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are running in an integral part of my business. And you guys aren't even here. You guys aren't even here. Like everyone on my team, they're all like Americans, but they're like Europeans, you know, everybody. Oh, is American? Yeah, Gali is from New Jersey. What? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. What? He's from Jersey? Emily's from Colorado. What? What? Do we all need to go, do we all need to move to, to, to Israel the now? Newest, the newest member on the team is from Perth, he's Australian. Perth? Oh. Really cool. I have friends in Perth. Really cool. Perth is yeah. cool. Worldwide. Yeah, worldwide, right? right? And it's really cute because we're like this community, and that's the other thing. The community of women, uh-huh. it's so powerful, you know, when we're all together and, you know, right. like, we're unstoppable. Yeah. Um, so, so maybe that personable, you know, like, you know, that we give off is maybe that's the reason why it works. I think so. Yeah. The work takes the woman with a different sex than it takes the men. Yeah, I think so. And in Israel, isn't it so <coughs> very masculine? Yeah, yes and no. Actually, when I was in corporate there, uh, the whole um, executive management, they were all women. Oh, that's awesome. And there are a lot of women. It's, it's not really, I mean, it's, it's like it was here, I guess. It's, it's, women are, are really highly educated. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are engineers. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Right. Then, yeah, team retreat in Israel. It's just that sixteen hour flight. Yeah, that's sixteen hour flight. I don't know. And that's a direct flight, right? You know, one of the reasons why we moved our show up because she Sarah actually said she would um move her flight if if it were not for the fact that there's only one flight, direct flight that goes out to Israel every week, <laughs> it's like once a week. So, you know, we have to actually remember that, that if, I, if we are going to go to Israel, it would have to be on a Tuesday at uh-huh. noon. <laughs> we'll be doing a show on the play while for a week, right? Right. Yeah, Prophet Mantic, and then make sure we have Wi-Fi so we can do the show on the plane. It's possible. They do have Wi-Fi on the plane. Yeah, yeah. So not LL. You're lucky a, a TV on your seat. <laughs> <laughs> one that works. One that works. <laughs> Reminds me of that uh, that that uh, airline, Spirit Airlines. Have you ever uh, have you ever seen the movie Soul Plane? No. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that's 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 that Spirit Airlines. For those oh, of you, that comedy. It's the uh, yeah. I think yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Snoop Dogg's on that. Yeah, with well, a cat one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, that's that's what Spirit Airlines reminds me of. It gives me fond memories of being squashed. That's supposed to be anyway. So, so you know, here's the thing. Um, 
I, feel, I bet you a lot of uh, stay-at-home moms and dads, because I have friends who are stay-at-home dads, mm-hmm. the moms yeah. and they're great, um, would, you know, who may be struggling with figuring out, you know, maybe it's not VA work, or maybe if it is VA work, maybe the, the market's saturated. What, actually, I don't think it is. You mm-hmm. can't have enough mm-hmm. assistance. I mean, I myself have practically two assistants. I mean, so what would be one thing that you can... One gemstone that you can you can give them to say, okay, if you feel stuck, you know, not knowing what to do at home, mm-hmm. if you don't feel happy, or if you don't want to, you know, don't don't feel comfortable on it, what can you do to become a prosperous stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. or daddy? Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta stay on top and educate yourself, right? I mean, there's always these programs that you can do to, you know, if you're mm-hmm. if you're already having background in, in administration, which I think is really common for them, mm-hmm. you know, there's some sort of administrative or executive assistant or whatever, but they lack that techie piece. Mm-hmm. There are tons of courses online that you can take and, and sort of hold yourself accountable, mm-hmm. do it, mm-hmm. learn something new. And it's, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. constantly, I mean, I, I spent the whole weekend right. and I have tons of takeaways from that. Right. Time, right. You know. You know, and I think that's the big thing is that we forget that learning is almost like a muscle. Mm-hmm. Like, we go to school and we come out, like me, when I went to school and I came out, I was like, I'm so burnt, I am not opening another book ever again in my life. I don't like, like to read. I read all the time now. But it took a while for me because when I first, you know, kind of like meditation, like anything else, really. Mm-hmm. When I first started, I felt like, oh my God, this is fucking great. And then I just said, you know what, I'm going to do this. I mean, you know, it's like the book in the, the book called The Slight Edge, mm-hmm. which I'm reading that now. Yep. It talks about, you know, if, you know, to incorporate a new habit or to incorporate a new type of skill set. Now, start small, like baby steps, right? Yeah, totally. Like what you were saying, it's like there's all these different tutorials and ways to learn online. Yeah. From Demi, Linda, yeah. Dr. Yeah. You reach out to somebody who's doing what you, what you want to do yeah. and say, look, you know, what was the path that you took? That's what I did. I yeah. had a coach. Yeah. No, I hired a VA coach, and she wow. totally, you know, the learning curve was suddenly not so steep. Because right. she's like, do X, Y, and Z. Right. Here's what I did. Here's what works. Mm-hmm. You know, think about what you need to do and, right. and your path. And I think I think for me, it, it probably expedited my journey maybe like a year or something like that. Because suddenly right. I wasn't, it wasn't really starting from square one. I was starting from a place where, you know, I had, had a little bit of coaching and I knew. Right. That will come up with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And since the show is about money, right, right, about right. the money too. So what happens is, you know, you said you got a coach, you said you any resources. Mm-hmm. A lot of the resources obviously become money. So, okay. so what what do we have to say to people? I mean, how did you, you know, confront that challenge that you knew you had to, um, you know, you knew you knew you had to spend some money. Um, well, for me, I always look at it like it was an investment in myself. You know, it's like going to the gym or 
joining a yoga class, uh-huh. you know, you've got to invest in yourself. You are your biggest group, you know, you're your leader. So right. You, have, you know, you have, in these day and age, in this day and age, you have to really be aware of that and know that if you're not going to spend money to improve yourself, then, I don't know. To me, it seems like fucking so obvious, you know. So right. If you want to get somewhere, right. and you have blocks for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it was like, am I good enough? Can I do this? You know, am I really going to make money doing this? And for me, it was like finding a coach that could really guide me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, hundreds, I mean, it was the best money I ever spent because it, it paid me back like, I mean, she told me exactly where to go to look for clients and exactly what kind of clients, you know, mm-hmm. based on what mm-hmm. I wanted to do and stuff right. like that. So, for me, it was <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here's the thing. Like, my mom was, was a stay-at-home mom pretty much all her life. And one of the things that she was challenged with um, was, you know, figuring out um, how to learn, learn how to invest in herself again. Mm-hmm. She spent years taking, you know, making it last for herself. You know, making everything last for herself. I mean, like buying clothes, buying things that she wants, going out to eat, that type of thing, going out to spend, spending some kind of money. Mm-hmm. And did everything for her kids, mm-hmm. did everything for her husband, yeah. did everything for the house, kind of martyred herself. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And, you know, that leads some a little bit to the money anxiety piece mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. that, you know, um, if there's anxiety about money for some months, a lot of, mm-hmm. then some of the symptoms or some of the behavior that show up is, when it comes down time to want to be a posture stay-at-home mommy, you're not willing to do what it takes from a monetary standpoint mm-hmm. to invest in yourself, to invest in your business, so that you actually can become a posture stay-at-home mommy. That's right. It's very true. And, and you know, for me, it was, I mean, I, 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 had a, I had a lot of guilt, you know, when I was, just, you know, obviously, I, I worked really hard, and I need to... And, and a lot of, I'm very conscientious of trying to have a balance with my kids mm-hmm. and being around for them and being available for them. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's definitely, I mean, you know, I had to go. And I think that gets really to have better systems and to invest in the team. Because, you know, when you're training people, I mean, it's expensive. Yeah. It's not like, I'm usually these teams, you know, usually the people who don't have any experience in digital marketing right. or they're not really familiar with that. Yeah, I know, and you just came back from an event that basically. I know, what we told you was like, you know, these really six figure academies, six to seven figure, you know, online digital marketers who are rocking it. Yeah, totally. But for me, it was a lot of guilt. I mean, you know, I, I didn't, I knew that I needed to be at home with someone, but I just need to find a way. So, yeah, investing in yourself, you know, and, and staying educated, and if you need to, to do coaching, to coaching, if you need to invest in a tool that, and if you just do one thing, you know, learn how to, learn how to use, use infusion software, learn how to use active Right, like you were saying in the beginning, that that's what you started with, your niche was, yeah, I'll help you with infusion software. Yeah, I'll help you with your auto responders, or, you know, if you're a writer, Learn how to write sales copy. Right. There's tons of copywriting things. Like copyblogger.com. Yeah. There's free stuff there all the time that you just totally. it and you just go through it. In fact, I know a few people who actually created copywriting businesses mm-hmm. just from investing 
a significant amount of hours every single day learning. Because I think as, as a stay-at-home mom, especially have kids that go to school, mm-hmm. and you get, you know, you do whatever it is that you need to do, you probably can carve out a few hours every single day just to invest in yourself, learning from all the from the resources on Google. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so, even such exciting time. Oh my gosh, everything's so fast, everything's so available, right? What if you do you truly have? So what would be one action step that you would encourage stay home moms who are thinking about, you know, or who are actually in the middle of um, doing the business on their own? What, what, what advice would you give them to really kind of up the game a little? Work on your confidence. Work on your confidence. Mm-hmm. And work on... Um, that confident person that you know you can be. Uh-huh. And just putting aside all of the BS and all of the negative banter that you've got going on in your head and, you know, recognize that you can do whatever you want to do. So, yeah. I mean, What was some of the bank negative banter, negative chatter that was going on in the beginning? In the beginning. In the beginning. It was like, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm going to fail. So, I'm going to fail miserably. And, and what did that and look like? Because I would tell people what I was doing, and they'd be like, oh, what, is, what, what is that? Even? <laughs> and how are you going to make money doing that? Uh, like, oh, how are you going to make, what yeah, is that? Yeah. Or how are you going to make money doing that? Yeah, and I think it's about getting really clear with yourself and being like, you know, no, I, yeah. I can do this. Especially as much, you know. Yeah, and find it, you know, here it is. It's find a good support system. I'm really lucky because my husband, mm-hmm. you know, supported me. Mm-hmm. Also, where right. I was, you know, building up my business. Right. And if it's not your husband, then... Then find a friend. Find a support system of people who are going to recognize what you do. And right. Who are on that path or mm-hmm. further up, further yeah, forward. Yeah, exactly. And totally. <coughs> that's actually ideal, right? You right. find some people who have actually proven the path. Yeah. So, right. I mean, I, even at this conference over the weekend, I had one of my clients was there, and she was Australian, and there was a whole bunch of these Aussie women entrepreneurs, and... <laughs> It was just wild, you know. We had right. good times, and it was like, you know, most of us are mommies, and you know, it was, cool. so it was fun. It was really fun, and it's really it's, it's important as women and men, you know, yeah. and online people to, you know, support each other in this cyber space, right? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's why one of my other books I have on too is called uh, The Handbook of Loving That Entrepreneur in Your Life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's really about you know entrepreneurs we're kind of cut from a, a weird cloth mm-hmm. you know it's not always the same cloth mm-hmm. that's the thing mm-hmm. you know and and when we start to embrace that entrepreneurial spirit within us it's the people who are currently in our lives now who love us and care for us and really don't understand the whole entrepreneurial thing mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know if an entrepreneur ten years ago was an entrepreneur today or maybe an entrepreneur ten years ago even then that that's just Mm-hmm. You know, the brick and mortar, like, you know, slave away at the business. Mm-hmm. And then there's the new millennial model, which is you work as millennial as possible and you reach massive the world. Mm-hmm. They all work. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, you know, understanding that piece and that human that that you yeah, yeah. yeah, right? exactly. Did I use that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Right? Whatever it is. And what's cool about the handbook is it goes both ways. So if an entrepreneur reads that handbook and learns, how they're being, how they're coming off to the people that aren't entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. it might help them get a different perspective on, oh, my behavior is this way, mm-hmm. and how do I then be more active, be more um, convenient with the people around me who aren't entrepreneurs? So there's a period of time where I was wondering why, not why, 
that anybody who was not an entrepreneur did something wrong. <laughs> Which was like a terrible, terrible I mean, perspective, but that was, that was 20 years ago. So. <laughs> but I was still in the early stages of my journey of figuring out, you know, uh, how to be That's because everybody should be an entrepreneur. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, and I feel excited about moms, about moms, you know? You don't have to hustle and go to that job that you don't like. Mm-hmm. You can create opportunities for yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy, but it's worth it. I mean, I, you gotta, you got to invest in yourself. Yeah. And then the, the payback is like a million things. Yeah, I guess you have to start to believe it. And don't get me wrong, I don't wake up every morning and be like, I can, you know, every day I'm like, God, seriously, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm on a roller coaster like every other entrepreneur in person. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of women, I, this, this, um, this, I don't know if people can hear this, but this is probably on our end, but it's like a some really funky, funky this. But anyway, um, okay, cool. So, you know, we have about 15 minutes left, okay? And what I want to do is give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about something that um, you want to offer, you know, mommy, say home mommies or daddies as a way, because here's one of the things that I, you know, for the underlying thing, aside from the money piece, mm-hmm. that will probably help a lot of people, because one of the reasons why things don't work as well as you want is because there's a lack of system. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of one of the the, the values of having an online business manager of your team really, you guys are diligent and constantly creating systems, systems, mm-hmm. systematize everything. Automate what you can. Yeah, automate because you know the studies have shown that only ten percent of what we do every single day really is an integral part of our genius. Um, like ninety percent, can you can actually immediately offload to somebody else, that's right. or train somebody to do. That's right. And then you know, and I think the, I think the important thing is that it's about the systems and not the people on your team. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the times I'll walk into, um, you know, a hot mess team, and right. there'll be no systems. All of the systems are in the, the people's heads that are doing the job. And I'm like, right. what if, you know, what if things you leave? You know, you you screwed. Yeah. You don't know. What, you don't even know what she's doing. It's on her head. So. You know, and I think that is a big, um, nice place to start for a lot of VAs yeah. because it's, you know, it's easy to learn and it's, well, I mean, it's, it's also when you're, when you come into business and you're an outsider, you can sometimes see things a lot clearer. Right. You know, so. Kind of like that bone thug and harmony um, song. It's all in <laughs> over and over again. So if everything's always in your head, then you will keep the same challenges and circumstances over and over. Right. It's a bad habit. It takes a lot of energy to keep everything in your head. You know, I remember when I, I mean, just a, I mean, just a year ago, I sat there one day and I was like, pretty tired. Everything's getting bad. Mm-hmm. My head is empty right now. Mm-hmm. And then you have, and then as an you can focus on things that actually generate revenue. So right. people ask me, well, you know, Put it, in a, put it in a dollar value that you bring to the table. I mean, like, well, look, you know, I mean, I'm going to give you time that you can focus on at whatever it is, whatever your genius zone is, yeah. and you can then, you know, make m- more money off doing what you're really naturally good at, right. whether it's speaking or writing or whatever. Yeah. I can't do those things for you. Nobody can do those things for you. Right. So when you're investing in the day-to-day operations of your business yeah. or 
you know, if you're the one who's sending out that email blast, or you're the one, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, so what? Why? Oh, so you're also in time. Yes, yeah. Which is the most, because you probably saw his value in dollars, but you mm-hmm. his time. Yes. Yeah, as a person, I'm going to use my time. That's right. And you can't, you can actually translate that to dollars. For someone like that that says, well, translate the value says, well, it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. How much do you value your time? Mm-hmm. How much, how much are you, how much, how much are you worth per hour? Mm-hmm. Okay. And if I can help you get two, three more hours, if you're valuing yourself at 500 bucks an hour, yeah. And if I can give you the quiet in your head and peace of mind. Right. To then be able to fully focus on that thing, then it's really, yeah. it's pretty powerful. Oh, it is. It is. I'm a living testament to that. I mean, mm-hmm. You know, um, just being able to wake up one day and just say, everything else is running. I want to create something today. Mm-hmm. And I do. Mm-hmm. And I have that possibility to day to say, team, I'm um, blocking off for this hour, this many hours, I'm going to make some stuff. Yeah. And that's okay. So that's done. Well, I'm going to go and I'm going to educate my, I'm going to learn a new skill or yeah. connect with people. You know, for me, you know, part of coming to California is being able to connect with new clients mm-hmm. and new prospects and new people who can help me with JV stuff. Right. So, eventually. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's pretty cool. But back to your question, which was, you know, what's the one thing that... Yeah. So, I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm, if I'm talking about it specifically with a virtual assistant, so if you're already a virtual assistant and maybe you're already a assistant, you know, there's a lot of us out there. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I, I don't, I'm, I call myself an online business manager, but I'm really a virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. You know, I just take a, um, I take a lot, a little bit more responsibility right. in my client's businesses because, okay. you know, if, if the ball drops, it's me, you know. Right. So I think for any entrepreneur or any any kind of virtual assistant or, or online business manager, you need to have the systems in your business or else, you know, or else you just, you're not going to get anywhere. So what I've done is I've, um, I've uh, taken my standard operating procedure template uh-huh. and I've, I've made that available. And I think that, whether you're whether you're trying to make um, a, a, if you're an online if you're an online entrepreneur you need that anyway. right. No, I, I I tell people all the time uh, and I see them doing like that and that's why it's easy for me to say lead to you is that system for an entrepreneur is literally such a system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more And if you are say how much system will set you free from a prosperity level, set you free to the staff are thinking that I can't make money. Right. I mean, you're 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 the proof in the pudding. <laughs> yes, that's the you've proven the model right. of how even as a stay-at-home mom, you can be the breadwinner. You right. Right. know, I, I hear from I hear from all that they love their husbands and see their husbands. Like, I want to retire my husband. Mm-hmm. You can. Mm-hmm. You've proven right. it. Not that your husband wants to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, not that. Oh, we actually do share in Africa. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is a whole other concept. Okay. <laughs> 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 which is the same offer that your husband does. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, so you have a free, confident, online digital manager toolkit. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, it's for videos or, you know, online. I mean, it's mostly for those I have to tell you, um, you sent me that early when I first met you mm-hmm. uh, online and everything, and I actually took aspects of that to apply it so we can ramp up our business to be fully capable of utilizing the services. Mm-hmm. That's why when you came in the second time, you're like, oh, there's some 
There's something going on. Yeah, this is great. That's from that toolkit. Yeah. That toolkit actually inspired um, a high level of systems integration working with my toolkit. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I think it's, it's simple but extremely valuable. Mm-hmm. Like you here because I've used it myself and it's been, it's been nice. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's from secret stuff. And, you know, I want to share it with people mm-hmm. because, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't invent the deal. You know, I didn't, right. I'm not going to. You know, it's, it's not, I mean, it's not, they're not new concepts, but it's just put them in a way that's digestible mm-hmm. and also really applicable to the online world. Right. You know, it, it, because even though my team is all in the same country, right. we live on other opposite sides of the country, so right. we're only getting together in person oh, once really? a month. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we don't see each other. Everything is, you know, from meetings and <laughs> all that <laughs> good stuff, right. class and, <clears throat> you know, and, and then the other thing would be like, Get a project in Yeah. Have a project, you know. You what, what would you recommend for people to start off with, you know, for a variety of different budgets? Kind of Most of them are free. Yeah. Teamwork PM. Teamwork PM is free. That's what you guys use. I love that. Uh-huh. But Trello is Trello, really good. Right. Mm-hmm. You use that in Tim as well. Asana. Asana. Yeah. Asana. I don't know how you say it. Asana. We were talking about it. That, 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 that sounds like almost like offensive. Asana. Like, what are you talking about? I like Asana. It's like Asana. Oh, yeah. Like uh, Asana. And Logo is Asana. Asana. Why don't you pronounce the M? Mm-hmm. However you want to pronounce it, that's on my Yeah. It actually won some awards, too. I think it's actually, yeah. I think in court, and I think in Washington, it's actually really good. Yeah. So it's good. I mean, I just think, you know, you something. You something. You something. You know, start using that to document your recurring tasks. What are you doing on a day-to-day that could really just be given out to someone Right. Start to distill and pull things out of that. Out of your brain. I, I remember there was a time <coughs> um, several years back when I was uh, I asked my sister to come in to help. She, she went to school for industrial engineering, so she's an efficiency expert. And I kept everything in my head. Everything, all accounting, all invoices, all clients, everything was in my head. Mm-hmm. And when she came in, she said, I don't know what to do with all this. I, mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on. I said, oh, and then we have meetings after meetings. And she goes, one, at one point, she goes, is everything just in your head? <laughs> I mean, how do you keep the numbers in? I'm like, I don't know. God, that's a waste of your genius. That's a waste of your mind power. You must have a really good memory. Um, my dad actually has photographic memory. Yeah. I don't have that, but I, I, I have maybe like a smidgen. Like a smudge. Okay. Like a smudge for the So, okay. So, if people want to get that free copy of OBM toolkit, where do they need to go to get that? Now they can go to my website at Not naked, no Okay, so that's kind of long. So we'll make sure we post that on all of our. Yeah, a bit Yeah, or you can actually, if you just go to my website, you can also know it on the homepage. Oh, okay, yeah. So go to sarahnotehead.com. Or if you're looking to become a VA or an OBM and you want to kind of grab that, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, so I am beta launching a new program in April for. You know, VAs or beginners who okay. basically want to speed up the process. Speed up the process. So I'll be like handpicking, you know, 10, 10 people to work with me over the course of eight weeks. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so it's like a training mm-hmm. for, you know, stay home moms or dads who want to actually step up being a good assistant. Yeah. 
um, and really kind of expand. Yeah, I've heard that people who, um, like, like you did, that come in as a virtual assistant and then branch off to doing something different altogether. Like one of our assistants, Danielle, she, um, she came in with a third virtual assistant because she started specializing in doing online streaming. Which is kind of cool. So, you know, we live in, and here's the funny thing, I forgot to point this out, is that, you know, you did all this in a different country that doesn't even have a fraction of the opportunities that are available here in the U.S. Right. I mean, the way you describe where you live, actually, not to say that it's so good, it's, it's not. Right. But it's just really kind of rude. It is very rude. Yeah. But I'm honest to but, yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's <laughs> so basically, it's, it's, it's not really a keyboard anymore. It's just a really nice, it's kind of like living in the country. Mm-hmm. We're surrounded by farm mm-hmm. Like, when you drive into my, into, you know, where I live, you get the nice, you get the, the wall of high smell. You know, oh. are, can you smell that? What is that smell? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't smell it anymore. It's a really nice place. It's a great place for these kids. And I feel like, you know, that's, that's what it was all about for me from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever whatever motivates you. Right. Okay. Now, once your kitties grow, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. So once your kitties grow and they're out of the house and you got to have babies mm-hmm. or empty nests and going on. Oh, my God. And they're adults and they're no longer parenting, they're more like coaching and guiding. I'm going to have Right. So what would you what would you think what do you think your motivation is to continue to maintain doing what it is that you're doing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're kind of actually doing it now with the whole... Yeah, yeah. I think I, I really want to keep women, you know, to rock it. Yeah. So, I'll probably do a lot of that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I'm not even there. I know. And my youngest is a year and a half. So, you have a lot of years to figure that out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, that's the information about it. Like, who knows if you're on board, you can be like, you know, yeah. in 20 years from now. So, I mean, in the online space, is just really a facilitator of what, you know, because what you bring to the table is everything. What you bring to the table is valuable beyond any technology. So even though it's technology-based, mm-hmm. the essence of what you do, which is helping people extract systems from their minds, which will never go out of style, yeah. helping empower women to do basic stuff and become prosperous no matter where they are, even right. if they want to go back to it, they can still do it. Even if they want to live a remote lifestyle, you know, they just have to divorce and they're like, oh, you know, I want to take out the news and go yeah. somewhere else. And be able to support yourself wherever you go. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really cool, mm-hmm. deeper impact that you can do. You're basically creating that proof of concept and then taking that to see more how to do it, to synthesize yourself and see some of that how to do it. I'm excited. I'm excited to, to, to see the results of that data. So you can take 10, to 10 people for eight yeah. weeks. Cool. And, and, and for them to do that, they go to the website as well? Yeah, they need to be on my list. Okay. Yeah, they, if they download that. Okay, then they'll get notifications for that? Notification. Okay. Awesome. It's really kind of crazy. <laughs> okay, it's kind of on the road. Yeah. Download. Yeah. Well, once you post it, put this on your website, I guess they would have to be on your list and know that this, is, this, this uh, audio podcast is posted. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, this is so cool. It's so nice to see you guys in the flesh. I know, right? <laughs> in the flesh. In the flesh. I don't say in person. It's like flesh. That's just my body. Yeah. It's all in my mind.
Right, right. Now you get to see the congruency yeah. of the flesh in there. Yeah. <laughs> in the flesh. So once again, if you want to download uh, Sarah's confident OBM toolkit to help you systematize whatever business you're in, doesn't have to be VA, right? Exactly, yeah. Uh, you can go to Sarah Noted, N O K E D dot com, S A R A H. Okay, that's Sarah. www.sarahnotd.com. And if you really want to get specific to the landing page, you can go to forward slash confident dash OBM dash toolkit. But if you just opt in on the main option, you'll get all the goodies. Yeah, okay. And if you're interested in actually being part of her beta, make sure you reach out to her. I'm sure you're talking about Yeah, you can find me on Facebook. Okay, cool. Yeah, and she's actually um, following all of us, us up here at the Sixth Degree mm-hmm. Academy. So if you can't find her there, you can find us through us as well. Mm-hmm. So awesome, awesome. So, you know, again, thank you so much for being here. I look forward to just keep, keep having you. Keep rocking it. Yeah, and a little more because if you did all that in two, three years, I can't imagine what's going to happen in the next two, three years. Yeah, yeah. Right? Anything else you want to add just before we sign off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you all for who are there giving us feedback. Uh, Emily, Amy, hopefully the sound got a little bit better. We're going to continue to work on the technology, um, and um, I think it's just catering or whatever the case may be, or maybe it's just a platform. Who knows? But as all the content is out there, we're going to take the recording and say, let's sound like the performance is better. We'll flip it out. But Join us next week. We're back to a regular time. Tuesday at noon Pacific Standard. Next week is just going to be me and Jensen. We'll talk about some really cool, juicy topics, and you want to make sure you tune in for that. But uh, other than that, we're ready to sign off with the super awesome fun music. And we'll see you guys on next time. Stop Money Anxiety Now Show signing out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.